0: Welcome to the Hidden Palace with SkyBlaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am SkyBlaze and I'm back here on Radio Sega with some more Hidden Palace. Um, Thanks to everybody who sent me good wishes when I wasn't feeling very well. Uh, I am feeling better now. Still have some medical stuff I have to go and do, but I'm doing better. So, thanks to everybody who said nice things, and also thank you to anyone who stopped by during my birthday livestream a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Because I was playing some Final Fantasy VII Remake on my livestream, and I think a couple of you stopped by, so thank you for that. Um, This episode was intended to go along with the release of Streets of Rage 4, and... It is a little bit late now, but I'm gonna do an episode on the games that came before it anyway! So sit back, relax, and enjoy a look into the uh, first few Streets of Rage games. Hello to people in the chat. Uh, we've got Nicholas Hammond, Scubman, Frost, uh, Resident SD, Veritex, uh, who else have we got? Uh, Ice I think John the Fiji Nerd is around. Ravseek is probably around. Uh, Electro Um Got a few requests this week, actually. It's a little unusual I have as many requests as I've got for this week. Oh, Doan's here as well. Hello, Doan. And. Uh, so, let's start from the beginning, shall we? So, let's start with Streets of Rage, the original one. Also known as Bare Knuckle Furious Iron Fist in Japan, this game was brought out on the Mega Drive in 1991 and later converted to Game Gear, Sega CD, Mega CD, and Master System. Now the Mega CD version doesn't change that much from the original but one thing which has been changed is the voices. No longer do protagonists shout in some sort of weird, distorted digital scream for help. Instead, you get add some actual voice sampling for each character, as well as those who, for those you are beating it up. Now, for the Master System and Game Gear versions, you might think that these would actually be the same game, which is fairly common for Master System and Game Gear. But they are actually two completely different games. Uh, hello John. Yes, you, uh, you have arrived just in time. I've only just started so you should be right. Um, hello Neptune. Um, I like your name because I'm a fan of Hyperdimension Neptunia. Um, but we're going to go into some music now. So first of all we've got from Amphibius. we've got Streets of Rage, Streets of Rave, which is from our friends over at Overclock Remix. And then we've got Streets of Rage 2 for the game gear, Dreamer, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So enjoy those, and I will speak to you guys after the music break. Enjoy! Of Rage 2 Game Gear Dreamer, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. And before that, we had Amphibious Streets of Rave uh, OC Remix. Um, the chat, for some reason, is talking about time zones. I, I think because um, John was having issues with figuring out when my show was going to start and was worried that he'd missed it. Uh, time zones are difficult, and Daylight Savings is one of the stupidest inventions in the world. Uh, There's a a quote from um, someone who explained it to a Native American guy and said uh, only white men would think that you could cut cut off the bottom of a blanket and sew it to the top of the blanket and have a bigger blanket. (laughs) Like, wow! Uh, But yeah, Daylight Savings is something to do with like rural life and and farmers and stuff and it makes no sense in modern context at all. And it just makes life more difficult for people. It's a very stupid invention. Anyway. Uh, Where were we? Right, the Game Gear version of Streets of Rage, the original Streets of Rage, uh, Game Gear was released in 1992 and was lacking some of the features of the original, namely in terms of levels and playable characters. Uh, levels 2, 3 and 7 were not available and you could only choose between Axel and Blaze. Further to this, because you only had two action buttons you lost your special move, meaning there was no backup when you were in a tight spot, so you had to ...accomplish finishing the levels using just two buttons without any special moves. Though you were still able to play it two-player as long as you had one of the nine mythical uh, Game Gear to Game Gear cables necessary to link your consoles together... ...as well as two copies of the game. Uh, the Master System got its version in 1993 and managed to achieve slightly better graphics than the Game Gear though the audio appears to be the same between the two. Likely due to space limitations, the game was solely one player, but you got access to Adam, Axel and Blaze. Similar to the Game Gear, how you only have two buttons in which to attack or jump, you still do not get your special attack. Boo. Um, Icefern is saying in Master System Streets of Wage 1, you have to pause to access the backup feature. I was... I don't know what Scubman is talking about, but okay. The chat is a very strange place at Radio Sega. Uh, Rick says he's at a online Sonic convention uh, with some of the carto- it's a panel with some of the cartoon writers. That's pretty cool. I'm obviously busy doing this or I might poke my nose in myself. <laughs> Um, Back to what we were talking about with the whole time thing, Uh, I mentioned that um, I've heard... I was at a panel at a convention, I think it was Eastercon, where a scientist said that once space travel becomes common, the idea of time zones is going to have to be eliminated because otherwise the the, uh, link between um, spacecraft and the Earth will not make any sense. And uh, Veritex is saying if people ever land on Mars, they'll have their own day-night cycle. Yeah, that's that's kind of exactly the problem. Um, so, I mean, how do you know what time it is? If you're calling the Earth, um, how do you know what time it is? Because time, if time zones are still a thing, you won't. Anyway, uh, let's have some more music then. So, we've got another request. This one is from Veritex, and this one is from Streets of Rage Mobile, and it's Fighting in the Street. And then we've got Streets of Rage Mega Drive uh, Dilapidated Town. Um, I'm sure someone is going to explain what Scudman is talking about. Uh, Frost is saying bring on Galactic Standard Time. Yes. Like, everybody is... um, time is based on the motion of the Milky Way galaxy. That would be great. Approved. Uh, In the Honor Harrington series of books, uh, some planets actually have to have a um, a not-quite-full-hour around midnight, which is referred to as compensate, uh, so as to not screw up human circadian rhythms. Uh, Veritex is saying, I've just checked, a day on Mars is just 39 minutes and 35 seconds longer than an Earth day. Yeah, that's the sort of thing I mean. So if we had a colony on Mars, we might have to insert a 39 minute and 35 seconds, quote unquote hour, to round the day out and make it fit with our usual um, methods of telling time. Alright then. So let's have some more music and uh, from Streets of Rage Mobile, Fighting in the Street, and I will speak to you guys after the music break. Of Streets of Rage for the Mega Drive Dilapidated Town and before that we had Streets of Rage Mobile Fighting in the Street, which was requested by Veritex. A dilapidated Town is a very funky sort of sound. It sounds almost like something from uh, Um Great track though. So, moving from 1 to 2, we've got Streets of Rage 2, also known as Bare Knuckle 2, The Requiem of the Deadly Battle. Which is a very poetic title for something that's basically about beating the SNOTS out of you of people. Anyway. It came out around December 1992 and similar to Streets of Rage, it had conversions to the Master System and Game Gear. One of the first things that changed from the first game was a rewrite of the game engine. Which due to the size required for this game to work, the game card memory was bumped up from 4 megabits to 16 megabits. Also, it was one of the first games to appear on one of the newly designed larger cartridges. With all this extra space, a number of changes could be made. One of the main changes to the gameplay would be the special attack. Instead of one of two kinds of police car firing into the fray, each character got a special move of their own. But to balance it out, using the move would expend part of your health bar, so you couldn't just spam that move over and over again and kill everything on screen. Other changes from the first game would remove the, include the removal of some of the weapons, such as the pepper shaker, baseball bat and bottle. In its place though you got kunai, katanas and grenades. One other change was the roast beef which was replaced with roast chicken. Mm, chicken. As you all know, this game increased the roster of characters to four, however Adam was replaced by his brother Eddie Skate Hunter, and Axel's rather beefy friend Max. Looking at the conversions to the Game Gear and Master System, Max was likely too big to fit, so was sadly dropped leaving just Axel, Blaze and Skate as your choices on these ports. The Game Gear port was released in 1993, as with the first game. If you're able to link two Game Gears together you can play a two player version with a friend, but you can only play the main game. The 1v1 fighting mode called The Duel found on the original game was unfortunately removed. The Master System version, as with the first game, uses similar music to the Game Gear version and is only one player instead of two player. Interestingly, there's a further port of this game which is made to work on Sega's Mega Player hardware, which is a sort of arcade cabinet which allowed the player to choose between four built-in games. This version had a number of changes made to suit a more arcade feel, this include changing to all the one ups to money bags, removal of the timer and upping the difficulty by one level. Along with this, they also replace the scoring mechanic to work on the number of KOs you get rather than damage dealt. Eddie Sammy Skate, why all these name changes? I have absolutely no idea. Localization thing, I can only guess. anyway, let's have some more music. But yeah, the the Sega Mega Play thing is like all the changes, this was all blatantly changed just so they could suck more money out of (laughs) people. Oh dear. Oh well, that's the nature of uh, coin-up hardware I guess. Right then, let's have some more music. Uh, so, from a request, this is a request by Ice Inferno, who I think is currently in the chat. Yeah, I've just seen them. Um, this is from Streets of Rage 4, Rising Up, the album mix. And then from Streets of Rage Remake, we've got Island of Everlasting Summer. So, enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the music break.
1: The best sega music live shows and the chance to request your favorites this is radiosega.net
0: Island of Everlasting Summer from Streets of Rage Remake And before that we had Streets of Rage 4 Rising Up album mix requested by Ice Inferno So yeah, Island of Everlasting Summer is basically Underlogic mixed in with the shaman's song Move Any Mountain Uh, And it's not subtle that uh, Yuzo Kushira used Mune Mountain as a basis for that for Underlogic It's really, really not subtle um, he's gone on record as saying that he was being, he was heavily inspired by uh, the techno dance scene of uh, that was happening in Europe during the 90s. And it's fairly obvious if you listen to his work. Yeah. Oh well. It's still a great track. They're all still great tracks. Finally, we come to Straits of Rage 3, also known as Bare Nipical 3 in... Uh, japan ice ferno uh, not ice inferno i do apologize i've been saying ice inferno all this time it's ice ferno i'm sorry about that i'm an idiot uh where was i let me loop my talk bed but yeah um Bionicle three as far as i know did not have a subtitle which is a shame considering how cool the others were and also sadly the game didn't get any additional ports to other sega consoles Uh, So instead, I'm going to look at some of the differences between the regional releases. Uh, One of the big differences lies in the story. In the Japanese version, the Syndicate have tested a nuclear bomb on a populated area, causing the deaths of many. However, in the Western release, this story was altered to use the bombings as a distraction, while Mr. X replaces important figures with robots. Okay. The next differences come to sprite designs and colour schemes. In the Japanese release we see the colour scheme of Axel, Blaze and Skate being as they are in the previous games. Whereas the western release shows Axel and Blaze in the colour scheme shown on the covers of the original release of Streets of Rage. Alright. And Axel wearing yellow instead of white and Blaze showing in white rather than red. Skate meanwhile has swapped his red cap and yellow vest for ones in blue and red respectively. I'm not sure why they changed that but all right then. You'll also find that two of the female enemies have been provided with less revealing clothing from compared from the in the western release compared to the Japanese one. Uh, with the whip wielding electra now sporting a jacket and garnet now wearing leggings and a vest covering up their legs and stomach. What exactly is so offensive about a middle I'm not entirely sure but all right. Then. You do you. Uh, one other change that was made for fairly controversial reasons. Uh, Ash is a mini-boss which is very clearly shown to be a unfortunate homosexual stereotype. dressing like a member of the village people, moving around in an exceptionally camp manner along with a slightly girlish and high-pitched laugh, and defeat sounds sounding, again, quite feminine, girly-ish. Oddly enough, despite his removal from Streets of Rage 3, you can still find a playable version coded into the ROM. So if you want to have a look and have a Game Genie cartridge available, use the code uh, BAWA-AAA0 to unlock him. If you really want to, I suppose. Or you can just find videos online of the Japanese version. This is not difficult. Uh, resident S- uh, regarding the um, Electra now putting a jacket on, it's like it's colder in Europe, you'd need a jacket in the UVA version. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's a bit nippy, I'll think I'll put a jacket on. Oh dear. Well, we probably need a jacket because of how often it rains here. Especially where I live, it rains constantly. that's that's quite funny resident sd very nice okay so let's have some more music and then we can go into the chiption corner um and because it's almost chiption corner i'm gonna have a um something that was inspired by sid music So from Streets of Rage 3 we've got, I think it's supposed to be, it says on my list, Shinobi Reverse, I think it's supposed to be Shinobi Reverse. Uh, I think it's slightly mislabeled. Um, But that track. And then another OC remix from Lazy Gecko this time, we've got Sid of Rage, uh, which is a remix of a track from Streets of Rage 2. So enjoy those and i'll be back after the break for chiptune corner enjoy Sid of Rage, uh, overclock remix from Lazy Gecko. And before that, we had Streets of Rage 3, Shinobi Reverse. At least I assume that's what it's supposed to be called. Um, Electric Boogaloo's saying that they don't really know very much about the Shaman, uh, apart from the song Ebenezer Good. That's true of almost everyone, unless you were a fan of uh, 90s techno, which I kinda was. Because it felt very much like a um, continuation of the kind of electronic music that I listened to on the Commodore 64. So that sounds a bit weird now that I say it aloud, but that's my thought process. Uh so Egyptian corner then. Um. So apart from electronic music, uh, those of you who have followed me for a while know that I am very unsubtle about how much I love progressive rock. Uh, My two favourite prog rock bands are Yes and Genesis, and I thought it might be amusing to have some music by Genesis, the band, done on a Genesis console or the Mega Drive to those of us who aren't American. Turns out somebody already thought of that. And I was helpfully pointed in the direction of an EP by an artist called Zeiss. I think that's how to pronounce it. It's spelled X Y C E. Um, I... This... It, technically it's the wrong Genesis. But uh, see what you think. So this is Zeiss doing a cover of the song Jesus He Knows Me. There's no lyrics but it still sounds pretty good. So have a listen, let me know what you think. And I'll be back to finish off the show after this. as Zeiss doing Jesus He Knows Me uh, or that song is from the album We Can't Dance which is Phil Collins era Genesis which is the wrong Genesis but hey it's still pretty good uh, there is a cover of Firth of Fifth on there but it's uh, very short and it's still quite nice though I'd rather have some proper Peter Gabriel Genesis uh, I am speaking to an artist about this but we'll see how it goes uh we'll see who is open to bribery on that front. Um Yeah, I have actually seen Peter Gabriel live, which is one of the most insane concerts I ever went to. Uh the stage was circular right in the middle of the arena, and he was like, I'ma just get into this giant inflatable ball and roll around the stage still singing because shut up, that's why. I'm also going to clip myself to the lighting rig and and run around on the rails of the lighting rig because shut up, that's why. (sighs) Electric Boogaloo, get out, you are fired! You and I are going to have words. Ray Wilson Genesis. Get out! Hmm. Anyway. That's pretty much it for this week's Hidden Palace. Uh, Next week is Opposites Week here on Radio SEGA, if you've seen the announcements. Uh, That's going to be pretty wild. Uh, I am participating in it, but you'll have to tune in uh, to see who is getting my job for the week. And to see whose job I'm going to be doing for the week, so you better make sure that you pay attention. Uh, for now, thank you to everybody who's tuned in today. I think Saturday Night Sega should be coming up soon. Uh, thanks to uh, John the VG Nerd, uh, Resident SD, Rick, uh, Veritex, um, who else have we had? Ice Inferno, I'm saying it again, Inferno. Keep saying it wrong. Uh, Frost Gamer, who else have we got? Uh... Twinny, who has been doing a superb job with the social media, as always. Uh, I've been Skyblaze, this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Um, make sure that you stay tuned for Opposites Week. And I'm going to head out with one last track. I'm going to have From Sonic Heroes, Bingo Highway Remix version. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Take care. The full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega playing the best Sega music 24 7.